Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. Heinz, urinate on its legs to cool him down. <laughs> what about when he's not already cold? He still urinates on his legs. To keep them warm. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Basically, he likes to urinate. That's what I was thinking of. If I urinated on my legs, I'd be warm. Thank you, David Attenborough. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Village Idiom. We are a podcast, and every week we're going to choose a popular saying. Well, they're not all popular. But we're going to take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, if we're lucky, educational dive into its meaning, its usage, its origins. But for sure, we're going to use it as our otherwise, we're going to use it to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on. My name is Jurassic Mark. And I am skinny. It's a little different day here at the ranch. Yeah, we had to, but it's cushier. We could, I could get used to sitting on I could get couch. used to a little couch. In a situation like that as well, but uh, as many of you know, uh, massive flood at the at the compound, at the old studio. Bam, we've underwater. Been, I think we've gone through a few flags, not flags, plagues. Now, we oh had, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the ladybug infestation, <laughs> yeah, the plague of locusts, and now we've got flooding. <laughs> what else? What else is in there? Frogs? We need. We haven't done locusts. Our firstborns are all gone. They won't be on the premises. <laughs> It's been a, it's been it's been very biblical over here as yeah. of late. Yeah, that's okay. We have, we've heard frogs, but yeah, we haven't been overrun by them. So we'll see knee how deep, it goes. Knee deep in frogs, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, regardless, we just take uh, things, you know, kind of one step at a time. One step at a time. We kind of put one foot in front of the other, so to speak, and uh, <laughs> and uh, keep keep moving. If you know what I'm saying. I, I do. Do so, you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Okay. How, how, about, how about, you know, I was looking for a clip for this. Sure. This is a little glitchy, but I, I thought instead of just the words, this had kind of set up its meaning as well. So listen. Sure. The people who invest with us believe your father walks on water. The people who invest in us believe your father walks on water. Sounds walks on water, walking on water, walking on water, walks on water. That is today's idiom. The closest I've come to observing such a thing is. I thought you were going to say the closest you've come to walking on water. Oh yeah. Oh, no, honestly, probably everyone at some point has tried to run across water. You're at a friend's swimming <laughs> pool. pool. Yeah, yeah. You're at the you're at the pool, friend's uh, s- swimming place, and you're like you're just like. I don't know if I go fast enough. Will I do like dash yeah, from the Incredibles the, and yeah, uh, skim across? What's the Gila monster or something? The not the Gila monster. I can't remember which one. The Gila monster. Is it a Gila monster? Or is it a Gila monster? It sounds very French the way you say it. Like his name is Gila monster. Gila monster. Guy. And the third star number trois Guy. Guy. Le monster. <laughs> what is that little reptile that runs across the water? A duck. Okay, forget it. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. A heron? There's different animals that can run across the water, that can walk on the top, like certain insects. Like a snowmobile? Can... Going fast enough? No, that lizard that's like... Across the across the pond. Oh, you mean a, a gila monster? Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a... like. And Never mind that it's a gila monster, I believe. Is it a gila? I think so. Gila. Hmm. With a G. It is with a G. I will give you that. I'm, oh. I'm going to Google animals that can walk on water. Well, in We've terms got of the common basilisk, the gecko, the grebes, the fishing spiders, lungfish. That's a fish. Doesn't walk on water. It's ridiculous. 
Eight animals you never knew could walk on water. I'm getting, ready? I'm getting dumber just listening Eight to this. Eight animals. So number one, that's the that's the guy, the basilisk lizard. Lizard, I guess, okay. is where it's like two back two legs. Pygmy geckos can walk on water. Wow. Western grebes. Oh, that's a big bird. Well, is, it- is that what you meant by duck? <laughs> maybe. maybe. Uh, well, it's uh, that doesn't count. They've got dolphins when they're in that flap your tail motion. That's not walking. That's no, but there's that recent like kind of like uh, it's like TikToky um, short video of like that woman releasing her duck and or whatever its name is. Like Harold, it's like this is my duck. You know, getting out into the water for the first time and immediately bolts like. <laughs> it looks yeah. like it looks like it's running across the it water. Does. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, how about look at this creature, the fishing spider. You should Google this. No, I'm good. Like, unless you live in a house, but house boat, your Canadian is showing house boot. Fire ants. If walk you on saw, water. if you saw, a sp- oh look at this, a water snail on the surface. That that doesn't look real. Okay, so I did. I did come across this. So we were. I was spending some time uh, on holidays. Well, they crawl upside down on the water's surface, so they're underwater using the surface of the water to prevent from sinking. To prevent from sinking. Well, that's kind of like cheating. Uh, I don't know. It's not quite a walking on water, walking under the water. Inverted. I'll give him inverted. And okay. The, and the common German okay. shepherd. <clears throat> so <laughs> nine. We were uh, in Victoria, uh, out in the Malahat, going on this thing, this new, um, like tourist trap called. That's kind of like this eleven coiled tower. That's that's like out, a parkade. Like a parkade, like except, airport. Ex- except you walk it. Um, and so then at the end, you're on this this tower kind of out in nature observing the Fenliston Arm. It's all beautiful and everything's like fantastic about it. But you're so high that literally the birds like and so then it does this thing on birds like, you know, the eagles. But this one is the vulture. And so that nearby is like there's all sorts of vultures. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. And so then it's got, of course, information plaques on special features of the vulture. And so we, of course, have to investigate. And so it's like the, the vulture urinates on its legs in order to cool itself down. <laughs> in order to, uh, you know, uh, dissuade other, uh, other predators, the vulture will vomit everywhere. It's like got these crazy tactics for, um, you know, d- dealing with, with... I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like... Where you would notice something that big if it was in a tree. It's like, and so like an eagle's nest, everyone go, oh, there's an eagle's nest. It's big. It's beautiful. Top of a tree. Where do vultures? And it's like uh, the the vulture likes to uh, live in at ground level in the hollows of like a tree. So you think like at the base of a tree, uh, kind of like that indented, rotten away internals. If you were walking through nature... And you're going through the forest. There's a buzzard in a tree stump. And there's a buzzard comes running out of a tree stump. It's big. Yeah. It's got to have a six-foot wingspan. It's enormous. Wow. If that comes running out, vomiting at you, stinking like whiz. <laughs> so it says it, it, it urinates on its legs to cool down. Can it choose to not urinate on its legs? Would you? I'm just saying, can he aim? Is, <laughs> is it to cool down, or is that the only option it's got? And it happens to cool him down. Maybe. I don't know. Science. Urinates on its legs to cool him down. What about when he's not already cold? He still urinates on his legs. To keep them warm. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Basically, he likes to urinate. That's what I was thinking of. If I urinated on my legs, I'd be warm. Thank you, David Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, it's a bizarre tactic. But anyways, the idea that at ground level, you know, if, if this giant, giant 
turkey vulture thing pops out of a tree like a cabler elf, minus the cookies, shoot and vomit. You're just gonna freak out. Yeah, that's that's out of folklore right there. Yeah, that's terrifying. So, anyways, it's not quite walking on water. No, not even close. Well, but, we're talking about things that could walk on water, and they can't. And that's and that's one of the things they can't. But they put water on what they walk with. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> to keep themselves cool to or keep, warm. Oh, maybe, in the winter, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's not a temperature thing. It's to look cool. Check like check this out. Check this out. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. It just happened. His friends are like, "Just go, man. Just go." He's Wait, like, one, one more. Okay. Wait, I don't think I don't think you want her over. Oh, try, watch it. Oh, uh. <laughs> sticks his feathers. <laughs> sticks his talon. His talon down his throat. Yeah. Check this out, guys. <laughs> Throws up. Roar. Okay, so the, once again, this is today's uh, idiom. Let's try this one. Grey's Anatomy. She thinks your husband walks on water. You think someone walks on water, or you say that person thinks they walk on water. And in case we haven't said this, the reason it's an idiom is uh, because you never refer to someone who walks on water, or they think they walk on water, as they actually uh, as a fact. It it means that person thinks they're godlike, or mm. you think of that person as a god. Like they can do no wrong; they walk on water to you. That's how it's used as an idiom. Did you ever camp with us at Silver Lake? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Silver Lake is at the, um, the lake is at the base of a valley. It's been like beaver dammed off. So it's quite deep, but it used to be forested. Mm-hmm. So when you go diving, there's the trees are in the water. Right, right, right. And so that's kind of, it's, it's cool. But so at surface level, everything's rotten off, but just like inches below surface level is the, the life, the top, the top, the top, the top of, the top, the top of yeah. a, like a 60 foot tree. Anyways, yeah. So we would go out there and put like a lawn chair. So it looked like you were like not walking oh, on water, but yeah, sitting on ho- water. Hovering. Yeah. We'd swim out to like find a tree, get the chair all propped up proper and then sit in the chair and have people take pictures. <laughs> yeah. I never saw that when I was there. I think I just did day trips to visit while you guys were there. It's, it's as close as I've been to. I remember paintball in the woods and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That's another good juicy one. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all these, uh, these little fun things of life. When I was looking up in terms of water, it turns out that uh, babies have a higher water concentration than adults. What do you mean? Like internally? No, that there are more water than like a- as you age. Because a human is what? 85%. Okay. So as an adult, so I was reading this because I'm like, is, and then it starts. It, it's a, is it a misconception that adults are, or people are ninety whatever percent water? And so it's it was saying that like sixty percent of an adult is water. Okay, sixty. Whereas into a baby, it could be seventy to eighty percent of its body weight. Uh, uh, what does it say here? A normal neonate, premature baby, respective, could be seventy to eighty percent of its body weight is water. What about a watermelon? What about a watermelon baby? Whoa, a young watermelon, basically just water. It's just water. So if if a human is 60% water and a watermelon is 80% water, I'm just guessing, um, would that mean our DNA is only off by 20%? We're mostly watermelon? I think the science works out. <laughs> That's math, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like what you're saying there. That makes a ton of sense. I'm actually hyper-curious where this, where this idiom actually comes from. Really? You don't know? I have one strong idea. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably. I didn't even play the game. Like, give you three choices because I'm like, we're gonna know. Although when I did research it, research it, um, I was surprised with some of the things I came up with. Really? Yeah. 
I kind of went with my one thing and assumed that, that it's correct. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> that thing I'm thinking about right now. That thing, that, that's the thing. That's the thing that's correct. But there was, it wasn't the only option. Is, is, I actually find that hard to believe. I know. I know. We're going to get in. Should we get into it? We should probably get into it. Let's find out where this came from. Because uh, I was uh, sort of surprised as different things that came up. All right, well, you might as well let the cat out of the bag what you were thinking. Where does this idiom come from? I'm thinking it's uh, of biblical proportions. It's got the Lord written all over it. It really does. Walking on water. I'm going with Jesus. So, of course, and this is what any person... walking on water. Any person would probably say, unless they've literally somehow not heard the story of Jesus walking on water, you would say, oh, it must be from the story and the, the, only- <laughs> the account. And we'll read, I'll read the actual verses where in the Bible it talks about Jesus walking on water. So here's the two surprises. Okay. And then we'll get into the obvious um, origin of Jesus. Uh, this one came up. It it's a, a, comes from a Japanese myth about a ninja. A ninja, you Thought say. to be associated with Mizugomo. Say it mm. with me, Mizugomo. Mitsubishi. So I looked up the Mizugomo because apparently by wearing the Mizugomo, a ninja's weight is distributed to a wider area so that he could walk on water. And so I looked it up. You can find pictures of Mizugomos. It's basically, think snowshoes. It just disperses your weight. Okay. But in this legend of this ninja, if you get, like, you find lots of stuff about like, yeah, it makes ninjas walk on water. The Mizugomo allows them to walk on water. It never does in any actual textual um, folklore, it allows them to walk on mud without sinking. So it's mud shoes. It's not walk on water shoes. Makes complete sense. But it just has grown to like, oh yeah, the Mizugomo allows the ninja to walk on water. So that one's eliminated right away, even though it is offered up as a potential origin story to the idiom walking on water. And I will say this before we even get to the second, obviously wrong origin story, is when I found anything not Jesus related, it was taking huge license, artistic license to say anything but Jesus. So it, like, it's like they're trying to not use it. It's trying so hard, so hard to just say, can't be Jesus. He gets all the credit. Like, no, not this one, not right. this one, Jesus. So you probably are familiar with, uh, e- Egyptian God Horus. Oh yeah. So there are similarities in the story of Horus uh, about, you know, virgin birth and things like that, which if you actually go down and read about Horus, most of the things that they've compared to being very similar to Jesus, as in uh, the, the, the people who are a little more anti the Christ story tend to lean on like Zeitgeist, that documentary, if you want to call it that, tended to lean on, well, look at the story of Horus. Hmm. And they connect all the dots being born of a virgin. Uh, I can't even remember all now. Just recently looked at it too. But walking on water and a variety of things all leaning to the same. And they say, oh, the story of Jesus was just uh, the Hebrews or whoever wrote the Bible copying the story of Horus that already existed. So The I- problem is Horus never lived. Horus is an Egyptian god of folklore. Um, you can believe that he's real if you want, but he it was never a living human being to walk on water. 
there is no record of him walking on water. That's just one of those things where huh. they've now, down the road this many years later, have attributed almost every Jesus miracle or godlike character to say, oh, well, Horus did that first. It's not even actually true. You can read about the Egyptian version of Horus, and most of it is not true. But a lot of people have given Horus the credit of things that Jesus did. The difference also is, archaeologically, historically, Jesus was a real person with witnesses of what he did of some of these things. Mm -hmm. So those are the two that were really met with dead ends, but some people are out there fighting the... The not-so-good fight to say it's uh, become nin across... ninjas and Horus. <laughs> so outside of it being not ninjas and Horus, uh, have you come across – so even in the like, Bible record that um, Jesus at his birth, uh, his parents, uh, his dad, Joseph had that dream that Herod was going to come and get him right, and went to Egypt. Yeah. And so the Bible record is that Jesus went to Egypt – and then we don't see him again for like another 12 years. Okay. So this missing decade of like, what, right. was, what was young Jesus doing? He was in America. Is that what he was doing? Is well, isn't that what the Mormons say? Is he with Joseph Smith or something? I think that's what happened. He's hanging out with, it's like young Frankenstein, but young Jesus. Yeah. I bet there's some- Hanging good, out, carving tablets. I bet there's some good stories in that 10 years. I mean, do you want every minute of your first 10 years to be on record? Average person, not so much. But Jesus but would be pretty interesting. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, would have definitely been fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Um, so, bottom line is, anybody with any, even just forget being religious or a Christian, anybody with any sort of literary sense obviously gives the credit to Jesus, the Messiah, mm -hmm. as being, if not, even if we don't believe he did it, they give him the credit for this as an idiom. Interestingly, he only did it before... Um like all the crucifixion and everything, because afterwards the water would go through his feet and then he couldn't, he'd start sinking. Because the holes in his feet? Yeah, if you think about that. <laughs> You're saying the only reason he could walk on water is because his feet were like mini boats? I'm just saying we don't know, because there's no record of him walking on water afterwards. That's a good point. <laughs> so we, we don't know. I heard this one today, or, or not this week, today, but this week. Uh, I'm throwing this in here now, um, I, and I want to give credit. It's a comedian and and. I'm going to get it wrong because I've never heard of him before, but I think it was like Mosey Reinfeld. Wow. Modi. Modi Reinfeld. Okay. Anyway, this is his joke, not mine. Sure. A Jewish man goes into the synagogue, seeks out a rabbi. He's like, Rabbi, Rabbi, I don't know what to do. My son, he's left home. He's gone out into the world, and I don't know what to do. He's become a Christian. And the rabbi's like, have I got a story for you? My son left our home went out into the world and became a Christian too. What are we going to do? And so they they like, well, there's, there's only one, one thing we can do. We need to, to pray. So the rabbi and this Jewish man, they stop, they kneel, they pray to the Lord Almighty. And God says, have I got a story for you? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I, really, I really like that. That's a clever joke. I know. I laughed. Oh, well, funny. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, yeah, so in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, uh, starting at verse 22, I'm just going to read it. This is clearly uh, the story. You know, even even though we've already knocked off the ninjas, we've knocked off Horus as the origin of this idiom, and the fact that Horus didn't walk on water, even in Egyptian literature, um, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that... Just by fame alone, 
Jesus would still get the credit for. Oh, he's got this story this sewn up. Yeah, it's it's his. It's his, even if it wasn't his. It's his. Yeah. So anyway, but even if it wasn't, it's, it's his. still his. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Starting in verse twenty-two. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowds, and after he had and after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain to pray by himself. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat, by this time, was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand, took hold of him, saying, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So that is the... It's in three of the four Gospels, but that's the Matthew version. Okay. Pray with us, everyone. I see that hand. You're very close to the full sermon right there. Yeah, you just yeah. Need, you need a poem now. You got, um, you got a quick one. I, I'll I'll wrap it up with this. <laughs> if if Jesus can walk on water, and his first miracle was turning water into wine, is it not probable he could walk on wine? Wow, that's like saying it's easier for Jesus to walk on a baby <laughs> because they're higher water concentration than an adult. Did you say basically saying that Jesus walked on babies? <laughs> Wow. Let the children come. <laughs> he used babies like flotation devices? That's why. That's how he did it. He just wrapped babies around Buoyant him. Babies. Guys, don't worry about this storm. He's got babies wrapped around him. <laughs> a little too far, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there you go. There's this one one version, one of the Gospels take on Jesus walking on water. Clearly, the origin of... Even as believers in Jesus and that he did walk on the water, that aside, he is the origin story for this idiom. Do you have an like an, an alternate walking on water, like where you were thought of so highly that's like, that guy walks on water? About myself? Sure. No, nobody's ever thought that of me. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe, when, just that- maybe my two older boys when they were five <laughs> and seven. Is it just that we'd think of someone as like so like oh they've got it so together that guy walks on water or that girl walks on water or, yeah like, I mean there's been people that I've you know even my own dad I'm like can do no wrong that guy's amazing but um, nobody's ever I don't think I've ever been elevated <laughs> in anybody's eyesight other than maybe my two boys when they were children children like. That's dad. He can do anything. I remember they used to come home from school, and I already knew either from the teacher or from uh, their mom um, about what happened in their day. And I'm like, Tyron, look at me in the eyes. Hmm. It was hot day, hot dog day at school today, was it? How did you know that? And I only ever answered with, I'm your father. <laughs> and so for years, they would like keep their gaze down. That's amazing. He just looked at my soul. Yeah. Oh, I heard another joke. It was <laughs> two two uh two um mind readers come up to each other. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was pretending like I could read the mind of my kids. You're like Kraska. Two two mind readers approach each other. One says You're fine, how am I? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great mind reader. Uh anyway, stupid. 
<laughs> are we getting into Riddling Time? We, we are. I didn't okay. realize. Uh, all right. Well, should we then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do some Riddling. All right. Riddling is a game up. we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question. requires a two-part overlapping answer, overlapping by sound, syllable, word, or words. So, for example, last week during our idiom, which was under the weather. Oh, we've got a Bible Bible thing, I just realized. We left you with this one. James and John, you know, Zebedee's kids, they weren't feeling that great. That will be Sons of Thunder the Weather. That's how you play. It's not Sons of Thunder. It's not Under the Weather. The correct answer is Sons of Thunder the Weather. That's how you play Riddling. Well, I've got a couple prepared. I've got four. Okay. Or three. I've got three. Okay. Well, I'll go first. I have too many. Ready? Yep. <clears throat> the Legitimate Children. Feel free to yell and see if you can beat Jurassic Mark on this one. I'll read it twice. That'd be nice. Michael Jackson's signature dance move resembles... Jesus's moisture march. Oh, I thought you were going to say Michael Jackson's signature dance move resembles Jesus's signature dance move. Resembles Jesus's signature dance move. That would be that would be moonwalking on water. <laughs> moonwalking on water. That's so funny. That was great. Okay, you ready for one? It was his moisture march. Yeah, I, I know that's that. good alliteration. I was, gonna, I was working alliterations for you. Okay, what do you got? Jesus performed this miracle with a deadly snake. Jesus performed this miracle with a deadly H2O snake. I'm going to go with a walk on water asp? No. Oh, walk I thought you'd get this one. His signature miracle? Walking on... Walking on water is right. Otter. Do you know a, a snake called the water polo? <laughs> water moccasin. Water moccasin. Is a water moccasin? Yeah, it's a I, I poisonous oh, swimming snake. I, I got beat by for for sure. By walk the village. Walk on children. water moccasin, which you don't want to do, by the way. Okay, you do not want to walk on a walk on. Mo- okay. You do not want to walk on a wa- water. Walk on wow. water with a water moccasin. Thanks, I Eminem. Give I give up. It's Eminem. Moon okay. walking on water. Here we go. Yep. Jesus's pond promenade (laughs) (laughs) with Bobby Boucher. What? Jesus's pond promenade with Bobby Boucher. For some reason, I was I was thinking of uh, days of or what's the race car thing with Will Ferrell? Yeah, that's Uh, what I was thinking of. But I'm gonna go with walking on water boy. Walking on water boy. Very nice. You got it. How about I got? I still have two, so I'll give you one, and I'll leave one. Sure, I thought for sure we would. That's why I double up on the moonwalk. That's why I did an extra one because I felt like we were going to have some copies too. So I'll give you this one to see if you were paying attention to me today. These ninja mud shoes are like a cellular. Hmm. Do you remember what we called them? These ninja mud shoes. No, not at all. Oh, by the way, oh, I'll come back to it. A water moccasin. (laughs) No, the mizugomo. Okay. Was the ninja mud shoe. I was it's like thinking it's something stupid to say. It's like a cellular. I, I said, um, oh yes, Mitsubishi. And oh so yeah, that's I was right. immediately screwing it with it <laughs> and right, wiped it right out of my mind. Mizugomo is like a cellular. Like a cellular? Oh man. Mo. Go mobile? Go. Yeah. Mizugomo. Mobile, mobile, mobile phone. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Right, well, that was a wow. struggle. Wow. <laughs> wish, wish I had left that one Whew. at home. That's okay. Well, I got one more for everybody else. You can tell them how they can play along. 
the legitimate children. We would love to hear from you on Instagram at the dot village dot idiom. Uh, email us the village idiom podcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes or the X. The what? Oh, right. I just heard about that. Yeah. We'll have to get. Is that account. official? I don't know. We'll have to get an account sorted out. All right. At three minutes gone. Here it is. It's not quite running, but can be seven to nine kilometers an hour while doing this aquatic miracle. Oh, my. It's not quite running. But it can be 7 to 10 kilometers per hour while doing this aquatic miracle. <laughs> that's three minutes. Could you just yeah, it? that's good. That's good. I like it. Do you it. remember, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, and I said, uh, how much more black can this be? And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, people will get that. You either know or you don't. And I'm like, dang, I'll get it. Yeah, he sent me a text. Oh, did he? It, it was a it was a setup line from um, uh, Spinal Tap. Okay, and the answer is the answer is none more black. Okay, and that's what he sent back to me. Uh-oh. I just got a text. The answer is none more black. <laughs> that's funny. No, I didn't have a clue what you're talking about. But is what it is. It is what it is. Fancy. Well, the legitimate kids. Great hanging out with you for a half an hour. Uh, we will catch up with you again next Thursday on The Village Idiom. I'm Skinny. I'm Jurassic Mark. And these are The Village Idioms. That's three minutes gone.